This is Woodland Whispers, a podcast about interviewing Woodland Heights and the wolves that live in that den. Oh! Okay, welcome back to the third episode of Woodland Whispers, and we are talking with our vice principal, the one, the only, Becky Wilson. Hello, Mr. Bishop. Uh, I gotta ask, I'm gonna get right to it. Okay. Okay. Why did you decide to become a teacher and then ultimately a vice principal? Well, I actually started um, working with kids when I was in high school and I worked for the Y um, at day camp and residential camp with, with kids, campers, with some pretty big special needs. And so I was able to help them um, be at camp with everybody else and do all the cool things that you get to do at camp. So canoeing and kayaking and whitewater canoeing and swimming and just being kids. And so it was really interesting to me to see that just because kids have different abilities, um, that we they can still do everything that uh, all the other kids at camp could do, um, especially when it came to like really big whitewater canoe trips that these kids whose um, parents said, oh, they can't stay overnight at a camp or they've never been able to go rock climbing or never been able to go canoeing. Everybody says, no, 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 no. Um, we were able at camp to say, yes, 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 yes. So all of these kids went up to Camp Queen Elizabeth, which is on an island um, in the middle of Georgian Bay or up to the French River and do these big whitewater canoe trips uh, with other kids their age. And, and it those, just, are, those are big trips. Big trips. Like, not just, oh, we're going to take a boat down to the water. No, like two weeks on, like, camping. That's incredible. Um, and it kind of just opened my eyes to all the different possibilities and kind of want to take that into school because that's what I kept hearing from these parents over and over again, that schools weren't allowing my kids to be kids. And that's important to me. It's how do we um, allow all the students in a building um, to learn just like everybody else does and have the same sorts of experiences. So, yeah. yeah. It sounds like you have a bit of an outdoor kind of side to you there. So yeah, I know so, you have some history with teaching outside and outdoor education, I think. Yeah. So right? I went, my, my, um, university degree is in outdoor education oh, cool. and my master's degree I did in Australia <sighs> Uh, is an outdoor education, so we were like the place to be. Yeah, we got like canoe. Not canoeing. There's no canoeing in Australia, (laughs) but rock climbing and sailing, and um, tons of rock climbing, tons and tons of rock climbing. Uh, And we went on a huge, like two and three week hikes that you had to carry all your stuff um, that we don't kind of get to do here. Um, Surfing and all like the cool stuff that you're able to do in Australia. So. Yeah, then I came back to Teachers College after that. Um, you were like raring to so, go. And then I was ready to go. And then I was able to teach outdoor ed here for a little while. So. And we have a connection. I, I started at the YMCA too. Really? Doing, yeah, doing day camps. And then actually, your, I think we've talked about this, your husband yep. was doing Camp Queen Elizabeth right. when I was helping run uh, at the conservation area. Right. Outdoor, outdoor uh, summer camps. Yeah. Pretty cool. So if you want to start, that's kind of where you need to, to do it, right? Camp's a great place yeah. to start. And right. I think it's a great place even... If you're just interested in the outdoors or meeting yeah. some new people kind of outside of the people that you know 
um, camp is a great place to be. Yeah, just kind of helps you in all circles. Yeah. Uh, okay, second question. It's kind of the, the hard-hitting one. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so we are in the midst of a pandemic. Yep. And we're running school. And yeah. we have hundreds of kids who are doing new things, and you're doing new things, like with masks and hand washing. How has it been to manage a school of not only students, but like staff and other teachers and, and yeah, just how, how have you handled that? Because it's overwhelming for everyone at times, I'm sure. And so it's, it's just interesting to hear your side of, of that story. Yeah. So I think that Mr. Orr from day one, um, both him and I, our number one priority is safety. Right. And um, we know that sending your kids to school, because we had to make the decision too, is a tough one. And that parents, your parents, want to make sure that you're safe when you're at school. And so trying to make sure that all the things that we do to make kids safe is done every day and not get tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Because I yeah. think that that's the big one, right? So it's so easy to not wash your hands when you come in from recess because yeah. it's just like, you're like, oh, this is so annoying. Why? Or your mask or... The teachers are now being asked to wear visors if they're in a couple different rooms and they're hard to see through and they fog up. And so I think at the end of the day, people are just really exhausted from right. remembering all those things. So it's hard to kind of stay uh, vigilant, like kind of like up all the yep. time with all those things. And so just every day remembering that why it's important yeah. um, is, I think, sort of the hardest part. It's Cause you're always kind of on it, your toes. Yeah. And it just kind of seems from my perspective, like all the things we're used to doing, I think the students too are struggling with this and I think they can connect like just the little things. It's like, Oh, there's just that little bump that you have to now do. Yeah. And it's like the things we used to do so automatically is so difficult now. Well, not difficult, but there's just that extra piece that you forget. And it's like, Oh, right. Before I do this, I have to wash my hands. Right. And whereas before it's like, that was the problem. Right. Right. So I think students are, like you said, they kind of get, annoyed or like complacent and just oh oh I forgot and it's, it's not frustrating but you have to keep yeah. on top of it yeah so and I think because we haven't we've been very lucky and there hasn't been any cases here um or even any cases That's knock the sound on, of me knocking, knocking on, on wood yeah. or even any cases probably with friends in this area right so Kensal Park or even Westminster High School or <laughs> any sort of of the of the places that we would have friends um there hasn't been any cases there either. So it's so easy for us to say, oh, it's not going to happen to us. So why do we need this to make it? Why do we have to keep doing it? Because we don't actually, it's not physically in our face all the time. Yeah. It's this like unknown, right? So I think that's even true. Um, harder. It'd be different if like every day you walked in and there was something like yeah. physically that there, reminder, that, that reminder yeah. Yeah. Um, or that, that something was wrong, That's but it's kind of like that invisible something's wrong, but we can't put a finger on it or we don't right. necessarily have anybody that we know that's had to deal with it, which is tough. And that, and that's, yeah, I've, I've said this to myself in like those moments where you're reflecting like, Oh man, like, okay, let's look at this realistically. It's not affecting me, but it's, you have to keep yourself in the right state of mind. Like, look, yeah. it's not here, but it could be got to keep going. Yeah. Okay. So last one. Yeah. It's spirit day. Spirit day. And you have a rugby jersey on. Yeah. So I was super fortunate to in us, like I said before, I lived in Australia for just over a year and the rugby world cup was in Australia when Ooh. I was there. So I got to go to a few games 
and um, sort of watch the mayhem of like <laughs> these big crowds of people. Like we think hockey games oh, are no. exciting. Like it is like totally a different atmosphere and people are so passionate oh, about yeah. uh, what rugby teams, especially when it's international. Um, and my parents happened to be down. They came to visit me with my sister uh, during it. So we got all got to go together That's and cool. it was super cool. So that is where my jersey has come from. Have you ever played rugby? No. <laughs> my cousin's kids played rugby at Medway and they love it. I, I've never but, played, but like people who have, like people my size, I'm not a big person, yeah. right? You know, we're not no, big. No. Rugby's played by some big people yeah. and they don't like the, my friends who are like my size, they're not very big, but they loved it. Yeah. I think I'd get like demolished. I would most definitely. <laughs> like I grew up playing hockey and like I had to stop at some point because I just didn't grow and I, I think I got, yeah. I got bounced around, but watching that game. Yeah. But you say going is like a big spectacle. But big, like going is like this big spectacle of people and That's just cool. super excited and so passionate. I know we're passionate about hockey, but it's like a different. Yeah, that's cool. And I was saying to, to Mr. Orr, it was really cool with all the, the, the different students in our school. They had like, I saw like a bowling alley jersey on. I saw like soccer jerseys, hockey jerseys, baseball. Like it was pretty cool to see everyone represent different sports. And then to like ask them that question, like, yeah. oh, why are you wearing that? And then all of a sudden you're engaged in a conversation where you're like, I know something about that person. Yeah. And, you know, although it just seems like a bunch of sports jerseys, it actually does bring people together. A it little does. Bit. That's, I didn't know yeah. that. Cool. Well, Australia. Australia. And then and, I lived in Mexico for a while too. And the Mexican, wow. if you want mayhem with soccer. Oh, I bet. Then go watch a Mexican soccer game. That is very but cool. It was awesome as well. So yeah. I've been everywhere. I have been That's a few places. Cool. Yeah. I like nice. traveling. Well, you can't do that nowadays. I know. <laughs> so you got it all out in time. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this was really fun. Yeah. Thank I'm glad you. we get a chance to do it. And I think uh, the, the students who maybe haven't a chance to kind of talk to you, because I know the day's busy and yeah. long, that uh, they can learn something about Mrs. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank All you. right. So that was episode three of Woodland Whisper. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank we'll see you next you. time.